0: Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface We'll We'll taking a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. All right, everybody, welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and we have Chris Elliott on with us. What's up, dude? How are you? Good. How are you doing, bro? Super, super good. So uh, give us a little overview on yourself, where you're from, and what you do.
1: Yeah, so I'm the owner of Native Surf Lessons, Um, also a surfer, I'm an herbalist and a natural health consultant. So I spent my whole life growing up in North Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, my dad and his father, as well as a lot of my uncles are charter boat captains and commercial fishermen. So I spent my whole life on the water with them, on the water with my dad. Um, I remember being like 10 years old on the back of the boat waiting to get in to go surfing reading the (laughs) surf magazine you know and so now i'm doing surf lessons surf coaching and uh just surfing as much as possible sick dude so you were you were living the salt life since you were a grom for sure yeah bro like born and like (laughs) on the dock with my dad you know (laughs) so where where did you grow up then so basically a little town like five minutes out of north myrtle beach called little river and it's like a little fishing town and that's where for generations my ancestors lived and you know have been fishermen and so north myrtle is always right down the street my grandmother lives in north myrtle the Sherry grove area so i was always right in between Bounce the two around you know, that here. area yeah for sure you guys get good waves man bro like maybe a few times a year bro it's pretty but it tough. gets good though yeah, when it gets good, it's good, you know. Like hurricane, hurricane yeah, swells and stuff. That's it. Waiting for hurricane swells. I go to Wrightsville Beach a lot in North Carolina. It's like an hour and a half away, because that's really the only place you're gonna get good waves. It's gutless and super bad here, but <laughs> just small, you know, small like wind swell. It's yeah, pretty pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to talk to you because you're you're a surf instructor, right? I mean, yeah. Do you have your own school then? Yes, uh, native native surf lessons. Um, yeah, just. I saw the need for it because there's a lot of schools where you see 20 kids to one instructor and I really wanted to offer something different. I wanted to be able to offer a more personal one-on-one instruction where, you know, kids can learn proper technique and proper etiquette. And I just saw there was a huge need for that, man. That's sick, dude. It's it's probably like a perfect spot to
0: have a rad school like that because... It's not, it doesn't get super, super crazy there. Yeah. Like, I always think about like people that do lessons around here on the West Coast of California. Like, do the waves, you know, for somebody brand new, yeah, we do have beach breaks that are mellow and stuff, but like there's a lot of reef breaks and stuff. And you're like, dude, I want to get somebody new into like smaller waves with like foam boards or whatever. You can like have those opportunities around here, but it's hard to find them sometimes. It can be tough. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's probably,
1: it's super user friendly than, Probably. Yeah, it's super mellow, just really crumbly white water waves. Just it's not tough at all. Good spots an hour away where it's just big shore break, just slamming, you know, so could be a lot worse for sure. So what have you, uh, what have you been up to recently? Surfing, diving, fishing, yeah. anything? Just nonstop surfing and surf lessons, surf coaching, man. That's 24-7 repeat, you know. How many days a week are you uh, doing lessons? So right now, it's just starting to pick up. So it's been pretty much every day for spring break. I'm open all year. Um, June through October, it's every day nonstop. And then I would say October through about May is, you know, I'm doing lessons. I'm doing coaching, but it's probably like a few a week, maybe three to five a week. Um, but I'm always, if I'm not doing that, I'm in the ocean still every day surfing. So when you do your lessons, do you usually
0: like, if you, so you probably do beginner and then advanced lessons, right? Yeah, like, for sure. like coaching and stuff. Like do you have somebody like filming the session or will you be on the beach filming the session, come back to the beach, review clips, uh, video clips, and then go over
1: what it, they Absolutely. need to do to be better. Yeah, for sure. So I start, you know, beginners, I'm in the water with them, hands on teaching them. I got a lot of people that they'll start out with me as beginners and they work their way up. And once they get to, you know, intermediate, like you said, I'm going to be and it just really depends on the person. Some of them I'm gonna be in the water some days, some days you're gonna be doing video analysis. And then the better they get, you know, the more I can just kind of be on the beach filming them, like the kids that compete, and then we'll go over you know, certain things they need to work on and they'll go out and work on it and they won't go over the results of the video.
0: Super random question for you. Do you think technology has helped you be a better instructor then, due to the fact that you can do all that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Cause you can see things like that you might not have saw in the moment. If you were just watching from the beach, you can go home and just review it over and over and see certain things that, and break it down in, in a deeper way. I can even show them right there. Like, hey, look at this, you know, work on this, like put your back knee more inward, you know, little things that you might not have caught otherwise. Yeah, that's dude. I will literally
0: review my own clips oh, yeah. and critique myself. You I got your biggest critique is yourself.
1: Yeah, I do the same thing, bro. I got Surfline Rewind on my, in the pier I surf every day and that's all I do for years, bro. It's just, I watch every session, every wave. And just, <laughs> so. all right, I, need to, I need to do this. I need to do this, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and see if it gets so. better
1: on the next session. <laughs> yeah, dude, and
0: it's super cool because you and I obviously have been in the surf industry for so long that we can see that and review our own stuff or review other people, but to have somebody like yourself go instruct people or coach people and maybe they don't know that next step of what they need to do. Like, that's what's sick about, like, having that career path and, like, Absolutely. what you do. Like, just being able to provide that service to people is
1: massive. Like yeah, it's, it's so really fulfilling, massive. man. It's, I can't even explain it, man, but it's super fulfilling. It really is. Just to see how joyful it makes people. What's, like, a normal, uh, typical day look for you? Wake up, take my kids to school, come back, I'll do some yoga, some stretching you know, maybe meditate a little bit just to get your mind centered. And then I'm straight to the water, setting up everything for a lesson, uh, you know, surf before a lesson, have my lesson, eat some food. And then I'm right back surfing again. Maybe I have another lesson, but it's always that just surf lesson, surf lesson, you know, just back and forth, man, just trying to stay in the water. How many, how many lessons a day do you usually have? And the peak season, you know, the peak like six months of the season, I would say three to four a day at least, you know, so you're doing maybe like maybe four to six hours at least of lessons. Just straight four to six hours in the water. Yeah. Dude, you're
0: probably just, you're probably just baking in the sun, dude. Yeah. I mean, and you're surfing too,
1: you know? <laughs> so you're eating like big burritos and whatever you got to do to stay going, man. <laughs> How sunburnt do you get? Bro, like, I'm lucky because I don't really get sunburned, so I'm just like, you know, it's not that bad. I love being in the sun, and I love being in the salt water, so. Yeah, it's it's the best feeling in the world, for sure. It's probably so, like, it kind of brings you back to, like, when you
0: first started, when you have those super, like, young beginners, or even older beginners that get up for their
1: first time, and they're just so stoked. (laughs) Like Oh, dude if you could have seen this this family yesterday it was a mom and dad they were probably in their 50s and two little kids i swear to you the parents are more stoked than the kids the mom no way my wife commented she saw the video she was on the beach and she was taking videos and she showed me last night she's like look at this lady's face the whole time she is just lit up like laughing and so happy and it was just so cool to see man Dude, that's so sick. What what age groups do you usually work with? Like, is it super vast range? Yeah, everything. I've done as little as three years old and as old as 65. I have, I actually have, especially in the summer, I have a few 65, like anywhere from 60 to 65 year olds that come to me every week or every couple of weeks. And it was their bucket listing to do. And they call me up, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, but it's my bucket list. And I told them, I'll get you to your feet. You're going to be able to do it. And sure enough, they all have been able to surf and they're in love with it. That's so sick. So what um, what do you usually start
0: with for, for beginners, like board size and um, equipment that you're using?
1: Yeah, we just use like eight, nine foot, you know, just foamies, just foam top long boards. And as they get better, they can kind of start going down smaller. It just really depends on what they're trying to do. Some people don't want to, you know, advance. They just are happy with uh, a long, you know, foamy but some people want to get better maybe they want to go to a short board or they want a long board and it just depends on the person so just kind of work with everybody independently and see what they want to do and where they want to take it i think one of the biggest things for me is like
0: foamies are the best board in the world i think so like they're so Any type of surf yeah but for like being a surf instructor and like You've seen professional athletes, you've seen like younger generation newbies and stuff. Like, how do you kind of work alongside of like people that want to be longboarders versus like shortboard surfers? Like, is that like, do you kind of just adapt to that and like help them work through that? Like, do people ever come up to you and they're like, hey, I want to start on a foamy, but I only want to ride longboards?
1: Yeah. And then you got people that, they're just starting, but they want to rip and they want to, he's like, dude, I saw your clip and I want to do that. And I'm like, all right, bro, but you got to start here. You know, we got to work up to it. And so you got to kind of break it down for them and be like, all right, man, you can do that. I believe you can, but we got to start here and you got to lay the foundation because if you don't have the foundation, you're not going to get here. So we're going to start with this nine foot foamy and we're, you know, maybe in a month we can go to the eight foot. And then you can slowly transition to maybe a fiberglass longboard. And if you want a shortboard, sure, we can work your way down smaller and smaller, but it just takes time, man. Dude, I think personally that riding a big
0: board makes you a way better shortboarder. Dude, it does.
1: And you know what's funny is I never knew that because my whole life I never rode anything under six foot. And then starting a surf lesson business, you know, you have people that, they're like, hey, can I see you catch a wave? I never rode a longboard, only shortboard my whole life. So a few years ago, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take these out and I'm going to see what's up. And it was so much fun. And I'm like, dang, that's actually a lot of fun, man. And you're right, because some of my friends after seeing me days where it was too flat to shortboard and, you know, I've been riding the foamy and then they see clips a few weeks later, they'd be like, dude, what's up with your surfing, man? Like, you know, something like, dude, it's that longboard, bro. And they're like, yeah, I can see how it just, it relaxes you. Like, you don't have to do too much. You can, you can kind of flow more and you don't have to work as hard as you think you have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, for
0: sure. And it's, it's that's a great point. Like, having speed, power, and flow is what they say, right? Like, having that flow on a longboard or bigger boards is so beneficial because then you come back to your shortboards and it really makes you, for the people that are listening in that are more advanced and know their surfboards, but like, it makes you realize like, okay, I need to work on my leaders. I need to work on the dimensions of my surfboard, where my fin placement is, because you want to generate that speed without having to like really power everything. I know on like the East coast, like everybody there knows how to power through waves.
1: Because yeah, you for sure you've got to, yeah. I surf waves that people wouldn't even think are rideable, bro. Like, no, I, like, for real, it's that small. But even on even on waves that small, like, with the proper technique, you'll realize, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, you don't have to do as much as you think you do. Like, sometimes that's where the longboard puts you back in that place. Where you're like, all right, I can tone it back just a little bit, you know, because we're so used to just, ah, like, just trying to get yeah, down the line.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think feet placement, too, like, I'll, I'll bring out my big wave boards every once in a while, just like before like big wave season, I'll start riding my big boards just to like kind of get a feel for them and stuff. And I'll like, you know, you really have to step back to do turns and like to generate speed, you're super far forward. And like, I think about that and then I bring that to my short boards and I'm like, okay, in barrel riding, you want to step forward. And right. like my biggest thing for everybody is like, keep your back foot above the traction pad in a barrel at all times. Like you can really, unless you're, I mean, backside tube riding, it's like, you're kind of just on your knee, but I feel like that's like one of those things that I have gotten so much better at. I'm not the best barrel rider, but like so much better at from riding bigger boards is like moving forward and like just little things that you learn that you would have never thought
1: about riding a foam, even a foamy. It's the craziest thing. Think about turning it and you got to get your back foot super far back, right? Right over the back fin. Well it's the same how many people shoreboard and their foot their back foot's in the wrong place. It's too far up. And they go to do turns and you can't turn properly because the back foot needs to slide back all the way to the kick pad, right? So that even that is a huge like what that can do for your serving is huge, man. Just even a couple inches moving it back, you know? Yeah,
0: a hundred percent, dude. And even going more in depth on that, like big boards, smaller bottom turns, like I used to always go like straight down straight to the top on my backhand like when I was at Grom. Like Jadson Andre is a prime example of that, but he also can he has the power to do it and he knows when to do it. And there's a certain time when to do that, but you lose so much speed when you do those crazy bottom turns that like you almost need to find a line and that's why the filming and like reviewing your clips come so much into play even on longboards and shortboards. Like you need you gotta stay like mid of the wave and then do a roundhouse and then maybe you generate enough speed off that foam ball to come back now now and hit go it down. super hard. Yeah. But um,
1: there's so much to it. There is, man. Yeah, it takes a lot. It's just time in the water, man. You know? And like you said, just being critical of yourself, the better you get, just breaking down. And if you're not there, getting somebody who can do that for you. That's just that's everything, man. For sure. So how
0: did you end up like how did your mind just switch and be like, hey, I'm such a frother on surfing and being in the water that I want to start my own company?
1: Yeah. So it was just, man, I went through maybe like a decade ago, just a a period of intense struggle, man. And I kind of like, I wouldn't say fell off of surfing, but I just kind of wasn't surfing as much. And then when I went back full time, surfing brought me back to life man it was it's like a medicine it really is it's healing and um i was like all right i want to redeem myself man i want to get sponsors back i want to just surf all the time and i did that once i got some sponsors back and i'm surfing all the time i'm already doing you know lessons for friends and family and so i had the idea just look i would love to do this full time i'm passionate about it why not do it for a living and i just let little you know, little fears hold me back from doing it for a couple of years. But then I had a good brother, uh, Frankie Losanto, and he does surf lessons. And he, hey, man, can you come help me with the lesson? I started doing that. And I saw him doing it. And we're so alike. I'm like, dude, if he can do it, I can do it. And he really just gave me that inspiration. And also my wife, she she kicked me and, and she said, you're, you're going to do this. Like, just let's, yeah, let's do it. And we just dove right in like three years ago. And it's it's really taken off man it's really been a fun fun thing man i think that that's like another thing too that's so
0: inspirational is like seeing people do what they love and then make a career out of it like anybody out there can do it you know like
1: put your mind to it and it can happen yeah you just gotta find what you love and what you're good at and if you can find a way to make a living off that like they say you'll never feel like you're working like sure it's tough like surf lessons how hard it is on your body and how tough the work is yeah like i'm not gonna say that it really is but it never truly feels like i don't want to go do that like it's a job like that because i love it every lesson just brings something out of you man that you don't even know you had sometimes and it's just i don't know it's so fulfilling to you and and to the people that you're giving the lesson to you know. So you probably have like
0: surfer's arm from just pushing, <laughs> pushing the groms in. Yeah. Do my shoulder last night. I was like, oh, <laughs> feeling it. So how is it managing your own uh, surf school? Is it is it like overwhelming or do you feel like almost like a piece of just like mellowness because you love it so much?
1: Yeah. At first, I feel like the first year and a half or two years, I I felt overwhelmed by the business side of it but you know just having a couple of good people around me like I said my my good buddy he taught me a lot about the business side of it that's the only thing that kind of freaked me out how do you do this business stuff you know so once I got that down and he he kind of broke that down for me you know you kind of it gets easier and then like anything you do it enough it becomes normal and now it just it just seems pretty easy and my wife you know we she does a lot of the you know the booking and and helping me a lot with that so it's it's super cool man how long has native uh, surf lessons been in business? How many years? Three years. We're going on our third season right now, yeah. Dude, that's so sick. That's so funny. Are there a lot of surf schools around there? Uh, there's about four others, yeah. But the, the beach that I do it on, there's maybe one or two others, but you know, 20 miles away, there's maybe two others. You know, So it's not as bad as some places. Is everybody like super positive towards each other and help most each peop- other out? Yeah, yeah. most people are. I'd say the majority are for sure. So that's cool. We can all help each other out. And hey, if I can't do a lesson, I'll send it to, you know, my buddy down the road. And we got to help each other out. That's, that's how we build up. You know what I mean? So we were talking about, obviously,
0: foam boards and stuff. Do you, does your company provide all the equipment to get started for people that want to come and do lessons?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We provide everything. We also provide wetsuits. Uh, We're we're one of the only businesses I know for surf lessons around here that we're open all year and we provide wetsuits too. Yeah, that's I was going to
0: ask you. So like what what are like the best seasons for your business as far as like people wanting to come and visit and be like, hey, I want to go do a surf lesson with Chris. Um, When would be like really good times for people to come barge in and get frothed up?
1: yeah anytime i would say pretty much right now or may through september if you want really warm you know warm more water that's great you know in the summer it's gonna be 80 degree water so it's super super warm great time to come but hey some people who like the cold we're we're open all year so you know we could. some people love that too you know do you do like
0: if somebody's just cruising on the beach and like having a beach day, you do like our lessons and they can just like show up and be like, Hey dude, I really want to surf or can I rent a board from you and stuff like that? Like,
1: do you do that? Yeah. It happens all the time, man. Or I'll just be surfing and I'll see a, a kid in the water and he bought a foam board from Walmart and I'll see struggling. So I'm like, Hey man, just on your pop-up, just keep your, keep your head up, keep your chin up. And then it helps him and his parents see, it and they're like, Hey, you do a lesson. And, we get, and then I'll just do a lesson right there for them or whatever. Yeah. It just so happens like that. If you don't mind me asking, what is
0: your cost for doing a private lesson?
1: Yeah. For a private lesson it's 60 per hour. And that includes everything. Yeah. Everything. And the hour and a half is 80 and a hundred for two hours. But dude, that's, that's really good. Yeah. We have a discount for if it's a group lesson, three or more people we will take $10 off per person. No
0: way, dude, that's super good. I like around here, you're doing surf coaching and stuff, and it's like at least a hundred bucks an hour, yeah, and yeah, dude that's that's super good. and you do have like those perks of okay, we're gonna have like the local school have summer breaks and like summer camps for the week or whatever, and you have the kids dropped off in the morning time and they get picked up at three p m or whatever like that those ones are a little cheaper just because it's more of like summer camp you know but um dude that's that's super good and with a private lesson what does that entail Uh, obviously you said that it comes with a board or a wetsuit if you need it and then um are you usually are you specifically in the water or do you have other coaches with you and also um when does like filming and stuff come in play
1: yeah so primarily right now it's just me i want to be there hands-on teaching the people in the water with them once they get to the point where they're more intermediate paddling into their own waves that's when you'll get into you know i'll get in the water with them one lesson say the next week i might be on the beach filming them so i'd say intermediate and above that's when the video analysis comes in otherwise i'm right there in the water pushing them into waves and just the whole time just teaching them proper technique and etiquette and all that do you work alongside with like the lifeguards there and stuff too yeah. I mean, they're, they're really cool, man. Especially where I do it at, uh, around here. They're super cool and they work with this. Yeah. That's epic. And you, you obviously have a website, right? Yeah, absolutely. Native Sick. Yeah. Dude, check that's us so out. Sick. And on Instagram too, native surf
0: lessons. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out or actually I already have checked it out. That, yeah. I yeah, appreciate it, man. Dude, that's so sick. And it's, it's so fun to like, I love talking to people that are just like providing. It's almost like you're providing a service to the community in a way. Yeah, that's and how it like, feels too. Yeah, dude, it's so cool. Like just seeing people froth out. Like it's, it's so rare. I was gonna ask you, like, with your company, do you have to have somebody like do a swim test or anything before they go and surf, or are you more like, is it more easy going? Like, hey, can you swim?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Can it? Can you swim? sometimes you have parents bring kids and they're like all right my kid can't swim and even then it's cool i'm like all right we're gonna go in knee deep water we're gonna go in thigh deep water i'm right here with them the whole time well I push them into a wave and then i'm gonna body surf in quick to get them you know so everybody's different but yeah just kind of deal with everyone individually where they are so you said the youngest age was three years old yeah was, that three years years old. Him, was he was he able to swim no <laughs> life vest tiny bro no like i'm just in water like this geek just just pushing him in and he got up and he's riding all you know cruising in yeah so with like beginners and stuff like
0: that let's just say we have let's go let's go a normal age of like beginning surfing <laughs> not three that's so sick though yeah it's um, like six years old if you had like a six-year-old out there are you like tagging on the back of the board while he's kind of standing up
1: trying to get them their balance and everything no i'm just so i'm gonna pretty much just push them into the wave and just make sure to kind of hold down the tail of the board enough so it doesn't nose die and then just let them go into the white water and they're gonna cruise in and then I'll, I'll just body surf the next wave in to grab them you know how
0: how like tired and burnt out are people after like their first time surfing
1: they're so burnt dude they they all say the same thing i didn't know it was this much work this much exercise and some people they booked a two hour but after an hour and a half or an hour they're just burnt you know so yeah it takes a lot for
0: sure how often would you say that you have like People just coming back for more and more and more like you were talking about that you have like 65 or so, a 65 year
1: old that comes back all the time like is that a normal thing for your all company? the time man all the time for sure like even like I, I told you about the family from yesterday that night i wasn't even home yet hadn't unloaded the boards or anything. And they texted me, can we rent three boards tomorrow? And let's get a native surf lesson shirt, you know? And I just, before coming here, I met up with them, gave them their boards. So I'm going to go pick them up after this, you know? So yeah, that's for sure. They get psyched on it and they just want, and then I got people that come back for more lessons. Maybe there'll be a weekly or once a month. It just depends on the person. Would you say more of your clients are like,
0: locals around there or is it kind of like everything like you have yeah. tourists that come into
1: yeah i'd say in the summer season it's a lot of tourists like like 90 percent tourists and then i got that 10 percent that are the locals and those people are with me all year even whenever it's freezing 50 degree water you know that's so not- yeah it gets cold there huh bro like i'm in five mil everything boots gloves Everything you know, so it gets pretty
0: chilly. Do you have like full beginners that even want to surf when it's that cold? Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. And so, I'm that's like, determination, right, I got yeah, that's raw, man. Like, to learn it's a whole different experience to learn when it's cold, like that, too. It's a different feeling, man. It's, it's you know, you some people knock like, damn, it's so cold, but I'm man, once you experience it, it. it there's something about it that is just as cool to me as learning in a tropical place or somewhere where it's super warm. See, that's
0: another thing that's so rad, dude. It's like, it's another tool in the toolbox of your life when you do learn how to surf. And I'm sure that you tell like all of your, your clients about that. Like maybe they want to go to Hawaii or maybe they want to go to Fiji for like a family trip and mom or dad or one of the groms that you taught, like want to surf, like, it's so cool to like have that another tool in your
1: toolbox and be able to go do that while you're traveling. Yeah. I've had that happen. People, Hey, I just was in, you know, Puerto Rico or whatever. And I tried to surf and I did well, you know, like it happens. And that's super cool that they had, you know, to hear them with that confidence because of something you passed on to them. Nothing's more fulfilling than that. It's, it's a super good feeling man.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, that's ultimately, that's why we're here on this planet. Right. And that's what that's what's so rad about Salt Life. Like Salt Life literally is all about giving back and helping out with the community and families and any any type of action sports, man. Like Salt Life is so big in that and like providing that service to everyone, which is so rad. And we're so fortunate to be a part of that. Um, And I always tell everyone, if you have a Salt Life shirt, you're part of the team, you know, for sure. You, you see somebody walking around oh dude so i shirt like sick you know like start talking to them or whatever but um giving back and providing like even those little tips and tricks and when you're not working but you're in the water and you see a grom like trying something and they're like hey what do i do like i try to always give pointers in the water and if you and then if somebody snakes me i i will follow them and watch them and critique them and be like It's almost a good thing when people snake me because I don't care, dude. I'm just like, I'm in the water. Who cares? And for the, for the beginners out there that are listening and snaking means like I dropped in on the wave. It was my wave, but somebody went in front of me and it's, to me, it's not a big deal. It's one of those things that like, unless it's like absolutely firing and it's a dangerous thing. Yes, it's a big deal. But if it's really small and like, for me, I feel confident that I'm not going to get injured. So I'll just kind of follow them and, like hey dude like there's groms out here that i surf with every day that are like oh i'm going okay yeah sounds good whatever and i'll follow them and kind of just help them out man and it's it's so fun that's sick man what's the most difficult part
1: about um being a surf instructor the only difficult thing i would say is just how taxing it is on your body it really is man it's a lot of work you know but the other side is it's it's worth it you know it really is worth going through all that because it's so fulfilling yeah it's super it's probably so rewarding it is every day you just it's unexplainable man you just gotta experience it you know what's the best story you have probably one of the one of the 65 year olds um uh, she had had hip surgery and she's like I, there's no way i'm getting to my feet and this was bucket list thing and I was like, look, I'm going to get you to your feet. You can do this. Had to, like on the phone, just talking her through it and came. It took about 45 minutes, but she got to her feet. and, And, you know, with a lot of people, once they get up a couple of times and then they start getting that muscle memory down, all right, now they're popping up more consistently, you know, and just how happy she was to get to her feet and how stoked it there's nothing better than that, man. You know, those people that think there's no way they can do it. And I always tell, I've never had a person that didn't get to their feet. I'm telling you, are going to, I'm going to get dude. you up and you're going to, I'm telling you, I will get you to your feet. And there's nothing better than that, man. That's, that's that was fantastic. probably the sickest one though. Yeah. 65. Yeah. 65. That's insane,
0: dude. I was watching this, uh, this thing on YouTube the other day and it was this guy that's like, I want to say he was like 60 or 65 years old and he, he really wanted to start skiing. Like that was his thing. And he ended up like taking lessons and like doing that. And he got it. And now he goes like around the world skiing.
1: Yeah. I saw it somewhere. I think the inertia posted it or something like that. Yeah. Yep.
0: That's what I saw it on the inertia. Yeah. That that's the one. Yeah. That was Dude, so cool. So sick. Yeah. And that's, a that's another thing too. Like surfing is one of those things that I like you and I kind of caught on probably pretty easy. I I didn't do lessons or anything. I kind of just went out there on like a boogie yeah, board and I started really? on a boogie board, dude, like um and standing up on a boogie board. But I will tell you this, like even though um we are surfers and we know what to do and how to do it, there are times that I wish I had a coach, like still to this day. Yeah, and I you could probably attest to that too, like There's still stuff every day that you can learn more about your career, whether it's fishing, diving, surfing, snowboarding, whatever it is. So um, ultimately, like with native surf lessons, to have the ability to do all that, that's so beneficial. It's so much better than having just a company that only pushes people in on foamies, but you kind of offer like a wide range of things and activities to do with surfing.
1: For sure, anything to do with surfing, all levels you know i got kids that compete and you know all the way down to people who are just just want to stand up on a board so
0: what like dictates if you're going in the water or not like if it's raining and stuff do you still
1: surf yeah as far as just surfing, i'm in the water no matter what man like if it's if it's as rideable at all i'm surfing you know as far as lessons as long as there's no lightning then as long as the, the people are cool with the weather whether it's cold or raining or whatever and we'll still do lessons for sure do you guys start like on the beach like doing
0: pop-ups and stuff first
1: yeah for sure we do on land instruction just teaching them how to pop up and just proper technique you know keep your chin up keep your head up you know look in the direction that you're going just all proper stance and and everything and then just going over basic ocean safety stuff we'll do that for maybe 15 minutes um, some stretching before and everything. And then we'll go to the ocean after that.
0: What are what are some of the biggest tips you have for beginner surfers that maybe aren't on the East Coast but on the West Coast or wherever they are in the world listening in that you can like tell them if you're gonna start surfing to do these things?
1: Number one, like I've said, I've already mentioned it twice because it's the most important thing. And it's crazy because a lot of surf schools don't teach it and it blows my mind. The most important thing is when you're popping up to keep your chin up, to keep your head up and your chest up, looking at least 20 feet in the direction that you're going. And you know, I, I see so many people, they're struggling with their pop-up. And the second they do that, now their feet come underneath them perfectly and land in the right spot. So that's everything. Just chin up, chest up, eyes focused down the line in the direction you're going. That's the biggest tip. And then like you said, you wanna turn back foot all the way back Um, just that's like really the best place to start, man. Just focus on the direction that you're going. It's really important. Bend your knees, keep your back straight. And those are the best tips for beginners. I got a good one for you. So I'm not an instructor. So this is a good
0: question for you. How do you figure out if somebody is goofy or regular? And for the people listening in, goofy means right foot forward, regular is left foot forward. So how do you figure that out?
1: All right, so if they've never skateboarded, because if they've skated, you know, we already know, but if not, so for little kids, I'll be like, okay, if you were in your socks in your house and you were just going to run and slide on the floor, which foot would come forward? And if they don't know that, then all right, stand right there. And then you just push them from behind and yeah. whichever yeah. You know foot they land on. All right, there's your stance. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> so funny because <laughs> that one, I've been using that forever. It works dude it
0: fully works it definitely works man but if i feel like if you were to do that to like somebody that knows what they're doing they would mind trick themselves and like put left foot forward or right right. foot forward and like mess up and be like oh you're regular wait no i'm not like it, i'm gonna surf in the wrong stance the whole time (laughs) yeah that's so funny dude yeah all right, man. Well, uh, shout out your Instagram again and uh, your website, dude, because I want to get you out there. That's super, super sick. And I, I love talking about this stuff.
1: Appreciate it, bro. Uh, Native Surf Lessons and nativesurflessons.com. And we're also on Facebook as well. Sick, dude. What what upcoming stuff do you have? Do you have any trips or anything? Uh, no trips right now. Just trying to get ready for the season It's spring break right now and just getting ready because when june comes especially it's going to be non-stop so just trying to stay on it man and just get ready because it's going to be crazy once june hits. epic dude we'll
0: get after it try to put on a bunch of sunscreen and get everybody frothed up thanks for coming on
1: chris i really appreciate it thank you and thank you to salt life too appreciate it later dude thank you man appreciate it
0: Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.